<laughs> Welcome in to a very special episode number 27, People of Inferu. We've got the first Australian time zone, at least, um, coordinated effort here. Uh, Moni, how are you doing <laughs> Good. I'm good. It nice. did take a little planning, so thank you for the back and forth. <laughs> of course, we have to get it done because you're a very important member to our board. You've got 11,000 okay. posts since your join date in 2013. Yes, that sounds accurate. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sizable contribution. <laughs> yeah, I think when I first joined, people can, who were around then probably remember this, but I posted like an annoying amount. Mm -hmm. I, I think honestly, if I'm being honest, I would get drunk and just get on there and start like shit posting and like fucking with people. And it took a while for me to actually realize that people on the board actually like hung out in real life. And so, yeah, I think a lot of the posts that I made early on would be really cringy to go back and look at. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't do it. <laughs> we'll see if um, you've inspired some listeners to go digging through your post history or not. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's been done before. <laughs> well, we're already on the subject. How'd you find Inferno? Um, probably like most people, I lurked for a while. I think, um, I was going to go to Bonnaroo in 2012. I was like super considering it, took the days off. And I think that's probably when I started lurking. And then the lineup came out and I wasn't a fan of Radiohead at the time. And I don't even remember who else was playing, but I basically was like, I can't justify a $300 festival ticket for a lineup that I'm only half interested in. So we ended up going to the beach instead. Um, and then the next year, I think it was like November, December of 2012 is when the Paul McCartney rumors started swirling. And so that I think is when I probably started seriously considering going. And then once I committed, when Paul was actually on the lineup, I probably officially joined around then. And I think my first post, my first thread was me asking <laughs> um, how people attached flags to their canopies. <laughs> like I very specifically remember thinking, this is a stupid thing to ask a bunch of random internet people, but I couldn't find the answer. <laughs> uh, so I think that was my first post was that. <laughs> what is the answer? I think I ended up using a pool skimmer, like, a, like one of those telescopic pool skimmers, like the metal ones. Oh, and yeah. we used that and then like zip tied it to one of the legs. It's the one and only time I've ever had a flag at camp. Nice. I'm sure it was helpful. Yeah, it was moderately helpful. It was moderately. Yeah. I mean, I guess at some point you kind of get we had <laughs> being on the Yeah. And I had a bunch of like those battery operated Christmas lights and we were on the edge of the camp. So like we were super easy to find. It ended up being pointless. <laughs> Man, you were living in luxury. Yeah. Oh, my campsites, when I go to festivals, my campsites are legit. I have like, I've had disco balls and LED lights. I have like a bunch of battery operated Christmas lights. I have, I had a, I, I had a toilet at one point. Like I actually brought like a camping toilet because I refused to go to porta potties when I was fucked up at night. 
Um, not so much anymore. Like <laughs> I don't do as much. I haven't gone camping. I haven't gone to a camping festival since 2017, since Bonnaroo. Is that uh, about when you moved to Australia? Yes. That, so I moved here in August 2017. And so 27, like the summer, American summer 2017, I did like my goodbye tour and Bonnaroo was a part of it. Nice. So, yeah. What was your goodbye tour like? Oh, it was a whirlwind. I, so I graduated grad school and that was in Austin. And so I drove from Austin back to Columbus, Ohio, where I'm from. And that was kind of home base for the summer, but I kept leaving. So I went to, um, I went to Knoxville, Orlando, Tallahassee, um, maybe Atlanta, maybe not Atlanta, Nashville for sure, because I went to pool party. And then I also went to Bonnaroo then I was back in Columbus for a bit, went to New York, and then I think I went to Chicago, and then I flew out to LA, and then flew to Sydney from LA. And a lot of those trips, a lot of those places were visiting people either from InfoRu or from Supergroup, which is the other. Is When I do group camping, I either do it with Hogwarts, so the InfoRu camp, or with Supergroup, which is like a semi-offshoot of InfoRu at this point. <laughs> it's like half InfoRu people and half not. Um, yeah, so my goodbye tour was basically saying a bunch of InfoRu people before I left. Do you see yourself coming to Bonnaroo anytime soon? Um, soon is a... Probably not, probably not soon. If we're defining soon as like three to five years, probably not. And then it gets sad because I'm 32. So like three to five years from now, I'll be like encroaching on 40. And I don't know if I can see myself like camping. <laughs> yeah, well, we just had- In my uh, 40s. We just had Post Jack on and uh, day, or just a day <laughs> parker bragged all about it. It sounds like a good experience. Waffle House twice I a <laughs> I actually listened to it as I was listening to him talk about it I was like you know what I could do that but like I don't I don't like dealing with traffic and I think the like annoyance of knowing I have to drive at the end of the night or that I even have to like get in a car and deal with traffic leaving and coming back like that sounds pretty shitty yeah. I could do like, like glomping though I'm pretty sure they have those um uh, what is it it's like the KOA campgrounds or something like that. It's like right outside the gates. And I'm pretty sure they have like campgrounds with power and potentially probably cabins of some sort. But like, I could do that. Like, kind of like the fancy tents, I think. Yeah. Like they're already there. <clears throat> yeah. There was a year that I worked at Bonnaroo, like as staff, and I remember passing it on the way in. And I remember thinking, like, I had no idea these were here. Like, where have these always been here? Where the fuck did these come from? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, and they're in, like, pretty prime real estate. Yeah. They're, like, I, so I think there, I think there might be some sort of shuttle situation at Bonnaroo, too. And I think if I remember correctly, the shuttle picks up somewhere near pod one, where all the volunteers are, too. And I think that the campgrounds are like 
right out the gate near pod one. So, sorry. Australian internet is really shitty. So if I need to move, let me know. <laughs> is that like a fact? Oh, the internet here is terrible. Like apparently Australia invented Wi-Fi, but I've never had so many Wi-Fi issues. Like I don't understand why it's so bad. <laughs> Interesting. Well, it's I guess sad. we've got some stuff to unpack. Uh, from all of that before we go into it I'll ask it's well what time is it in Australia it cut out again what time is it here is that what you asked yeah, yeah. what time are you at right now it is noon nice. 12 12 have you had a chance to eat yet I have and nice. I've had a coffee and very stereotypically avocado toast with feta on top perfect <laughs> that's wonderful that is a great, great meal to start the day. I see you still drinking the coffee, probably. How do you take it? Um, so being here has made me a coffee snob. This is a skim cap with an extra shot. Um, I didn't drink coffee in the States, and I feel like it is definitely a stereotype that people come here and become coffee snobs, and that de definitely happened to me. Like, if I go back to the States, I'm actually concerned about what coffee I'm going to drink because I'm addicted to it now and I don't think I can drink it in the States. <laughs> Why is that? I haven't heard that stereotype. Oh, I don't. It is a stereotype. So Australians like to brag that they have, like, some of the best coffee in the world, which I don't know. I, I didn't drink coffee before coming here so I don't have much to compare it to but I definitely didn't like coffee in states and it I'm very like particular about my coffee now it's just better I don't know like I started out with flat whites and then I started drinking mochas and then now I just drink cappuccinos <laughs> nice that's a great progression do you make it yourself um so I've been lazy and we don't have milk so this I went and got but we do have like an espresso machine, but I don't know how to grind it and froth it myself. So the one that we have just like does it all for you. Wow. That's a nice one. Yeah. It's very, it's very fancy. I wonder what the, I don't, you probably know what the laws on just bringing your own coffee beans across the border would be. You can't. You can't. I don't think you can. Yeah. Just can't no, I feel it. You can't bring like anything into this country. So you can't bring seeds, can't bring food, can't bring, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to bring coffee beans because it's technically, but I think it was like repackaged, I think, but you have to declare it maybe, I don't know. It's very, it's very stressful coming in yeah. through customs because I never know like we just went got back from Fiji and we went um whitewater rafting and so we had like water shoes that I knew still had like dirt and shit all over them and so when you come in through customs it asks you have you been in any areas like wooded areas around livestock or rivers or creeks and I was like yes do i claim it if i don't claim it and they find it am i gonna get in trouble like <laughs> but we ended up claiming it and he looked at it and he goes oh this is fine like you didn't have to claim that and i was like well how do i know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there's so much red tape in every 
everything. <laughs> yeah, they're very strict here when it comes to like coming into the borders and what you can bring and what you can ship. Like, I don't think you're allowed to ship glass into the country. I could be making that up, but I don't know. They're very particular about what you can send here. Interesting. Do they at least have like the the past airport security like shopping area that you can bring onto your flight? Yeah. 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 And Sydney is so expensive. The last time we uh, just went through the airport, we came and I think we bought four bottles of liquor just because we could, because it's so much cheaper and duty free. <laughs> huh. <laughs> so walk out with like total alcoholics, like. <laughs> hey, you know, you'll never see those people again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But it's like significantly cheaper. It's like, I want to say that I got a bottle of rum for 50 bucks. And if I had bought that in a store, it would have easily been like 80 or 90. Wow. It's like significantly cheaper. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so what was your schooling? I guess you said you went to grad school and then moved here. I assume that that's what led you to Australia or how did, how, how did you get to Australia? I guess is the main question. Info rule. So I met Jack, who's Sleepy Jack, Captain Mac, whatever his name is. He's we're married and he's half Australian and he moved here. And he's gone back and forth a bunch, which is why he like knows people on InfoRu, because he's been on InfoRu since like 2009 or something. Um, and then when he moved back here. In like 2012. Jack, when did you move here? Uh, 2013. 13. So by the time I got on the boards and got active on the boards, he was already living in Australia. But at the time, there was this thing called Tiny Chat, which a bunch of us would get into. And it was basically just us talking. We'd all have cameras on and we would like chat and listen to music and watch the Coachella stream and stuff. Um, and because we're all over the country, he would come in and I just assumed that he was also in the country somewhere, like all the other info people. Mm. And then we started flirting and then I found out he was in Australia. <laughs> I was like, tight. <laughs> um, but then we started dating and then after I graduated grad school, I ended up moving here. So InfoRu, InfoRu is how I ended up in Australia. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. That's such a great story. Yeah. Can we get a We're quick, not the Can huh? we get a quick uh, Captain Mac cameo? <laughs> Jack, are you dressed? Uh, I think she's okay, come here. Come say hi. <laughs> Sorry, he's off today, so he hasn't done shit. <laughs> Understandable. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I've been here since 2017, met him through InfoRu. I remember SFA, I think, is the first person I ever told that I liked him. And he was like, Jack's good people. And I was like <laughs> talking to all these people who had met Jack like before I ever did. Uh -huh. And then by the time we started dating, I remember being at a pool party. And uh -huh. how are you going? <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Doing pretty well, doing people of Inferu. Nice. nice. He doesn't know what that is. He didn't I, look at the thread. Uh, no, 
I've, it's been very briefly glossed over and I was like, oh, it's a, it's a thing, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to say a quick piece? You've got 4,000 posts with us. Uh, um, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bad at this. I'm not like here to give a politician <laughs> speak and be like, yeah. Um, but hi, everyone. Miss you all. Yeah. Yeah. Any shout outs? Quick shout out. Um, uh, Who's your InfoRu bestie? Who do you have the best memory on InfoRu with? Give us one story. That's, that's, I have memories with so many people. That's the thing though, is because InfoRu is going back, like it's always been hanging out in a lot of group settings. And so I have memories going back with like so many of the same people in different settings. It's like, it's very hard to pick just, you know, one. It's not like a, political answer it's it's just it is and i love them and they're family didn't you throw up on dave once no i didn't throw up on dave i <laughs> threw up behind the rv and dave ended up cleaning it up for me okay, okay. <laughs> perfect <laughs> thank you so much All right. see and this is why i don't do cameos <laughs> thank you for the cameo <laughs> thank you uh, now i can uh have the first official people of infru feature i can put ft yes. cap and mac now yes exactly <laughs> um well so you guys like never met in person and you decided to make the leap to go out there um so we started dating in july 2015 and at that point we decided we had been flirting for like months at that point so we were just like fuck it let's start dating we hadn't met then um like i said i went to i think we had just started dating when i went to pool party which is i don't know if you know what pool party is but um like mike and christy joe and cleo they all have birthdays around the same time and so mike hosts a pool party birthday combined thing and it's like a bunch of infos come out and we stay at his house for the weekend and hang out and nice. I was really fucked up at that party and I was like all giggly and they totally called me out that I was like on my phone texting the whole time <laughs> and that's how I that's how they all found out that I was dating Jack um but at that point I had never met him and so I was at that party and everybody was telling me stories about him because they had met him and I hadn't. <laughs> um, and so the first time I actually met him was December, 2015. So we started dating in July. He came out to Austin in December. Uh, and that was the first time we met in person. And I picked him up at the airport and he stayed with me for two weeks for Christmas, basically. He went back to the East to see family and then came back and stayed with me for one more week. And by the time he left, I already had a visit booked to come to Australia in 2016. Wow. So, yeah. So then I skipped Bonnaroo 2016 to come here. I think he came back to me in August 16. We met in Asia in 2016 for his brother's wedding around Christmas. And then I think he came back to me for my graduation in 2017. And then I moved here. So really, I guess we'd only met like five times or so by the time I actually moved here. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's, that's pretty, yeah. that's a pretty good amount. 
That's a lot of places yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you no, know, we definitely did the rounds. Like we kind <laughs> of around. <clears throat> and uh, and you have to think, like every time he would come to me or I would go here, like it wasn't like I was just hanging out with him like a few days. Like when I came to Australia, I was here for a month. I stayed with him and we were together like every day for a month. And, you know, he would come to the States and stay with me for a few weeks. And it would be like every day we were together for like three, four weeks. Like we were living together essentially. So even though it was only like five visits or six visits, they were like long visits and no breaks from each other. So there's definitely a lot of time spent together. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, like officially married? Yes, we got married in 2018. Here. Nice. So yeah. you're what, coming up four years? Yeah. Yeah. We just spent our anniversary in Fiji. So I told him he has to do something big for five if he took me to Fiji for three. <laughs> um, we still haven't done a honeymoon, though. So our honeymoon was supposed to, we were supposed to fly to Rome in May 2020. And I was hoping to end a month-long trip or a five-week trip at Glastonbury. And that just didn't happen because the world exploded. So we still haven't done a honeymoon. That sounds <laughs> like it would have been a great trip. Uh, it was. I've never been to Europe. So we were going to start in Rome, go to potentially Barcelona to go to Prima if Glastonbury didn't work out because I didn't get tickets to Glastonbury, but I was hoping to get them in the resale. Um, so plan A was Glastonbury. And if not, we were going to go to Barcelona to go to Primavera and then maybe see Paul McCartney in Belgium. And then I think we were going to go to Amsterdam, Paris, London, and then visit his family. He has um, an uncle who lives in France. So we were going to go visit them too. So it was going to be like a whirlwind five weeks European vacation and it just, didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry to that. Uh, hopefully, uh, you guys can get a good honeymoon. Do you still like kind of have like the money aside, or did you just use that for Fiji? Um, no, the money, the money. Uh, thankfully, I was able to get everything refunded because it almost worked in our favor. Because I didn't know if we were going to do Glastonbury or Prima, I was booking everything fully refundable, but like booking them just in case. Mm -hmm either plan happened. So I was basically booking two vacations. And because of that, I got all my money back because everything was refundable. Perfect. Um, but the money, I guess, is still there. Actually, not really. We, we spent the money on a dog, to be honest. We bought a dog. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, so, yeah, no, even money went to a dog. <laughs> I'm going to sound the alarm. You've just stepped on the trap, but whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, you have to talk about your dog now. <laughs> So cute. His name is Taco. Come here. Oh, he's bad at me because he's sleeping. This is Taco. Wow. He's super cute. He's a mini Labradoodle. He has his own Instagram and he has more followers than Jack or I do combined. <laughs> you guys doing like the, the reels? I, I do some reels, but I don't know. I've kind of slacked off on it, to be honest. For a while, I was doing a lot of reels, but 
I think a part of me because I work out like so much and we do socials at work like Instagram just kind of feels like work <laughs> like I just don't spend a lot of time on it um but I will say if you have a pet even if you don't have a pet do a pet Instagram it is the happiest feed like all I do is follow other dog accounts and so my feed when I'm on his page is just nothing but dogs and it's just so happy all the time like <laughs> that's incredible I've been wanting to do one for Pip I really have you should I follow birds I follow some birds on there I follow Bird turtles that's awesome yeah <laughs> I follow a couple of fish accounts like, like just animals the best feed honestly I spend more time on his Instagram scrolling than I do on my own <laughs> That just sounds like pure dopamine, like just being shot through your, your brain. <laughs> Honestly, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. <laughs> well, it sounds like we've walked into a hobby. Is uh... <laughs> I, would, I would hardly call his Instagram a hobby. <laughs> More like a time killer. A time killer. <laughs> Fair <laughs> and true. Um, I don't even have a hobby anymore. I don't even have hobbies anymore. I used to hula hoop a lot. Um, it kind of fell off when I went to grad school because I got really busy. And then when I moved here, we don't have a yard and I don't like doing it in front of people. And when you go to the park and do it, you just get like people looking at you or people coming up and talking to you. Or like the worst is when little kids want to come up and play with my hula hoops. And then I have to look like the bitchy grown ass adult who won't let an eight year old play with her hula hoops. And it's really awkward. <laughs> so <laughs> I just avoid it now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I used to hula hoop. I was, I, and I got pretty good for a while, but I'm pretty out of practice. Um, but I think that's it. I would say that's probably my only hobby. We go kayaking sometimes, a lot of water stuff because we live right by the beach, but that's it. I feel very boring. I work a lot. <laughs> if you go in the water sports, do you not, are you not scared of the venomous jellyfish? Um, no, I haven't actually seen any jellyfish like in the harbor where we live. I do see some stingrays sometimes, but they're like the little baby say but I haven't seen any sharks. Apparently the bull sharks are breeding right now and there's a lot of them. And one of them, like there was a, like a fatal shark attack last week and they closed all the beaches, but I haven't seen any of them. So if I don't see it, then I'm not too concerned. <laughs> there, there was a fatal shark attack we, last week, but I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Far from me, like, but like it was on the other side. I live on the harbor side, it was on the ocean side. So, as long as I don't see it, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you brought up your, your, your busy life. What are, you, what are you doing? How do you spend your day? Uh, work. I spend my day working every day. This week in particular, I've been working like 12 hour days, I've been working till like 7 p.m. So, I'm just working all the time. Um, so I work in marketing. I work at um, a company called Ticket Tech, which is basically 
Ticketmaster. We have Ticketmaster here, but we're bigger than Ticketmaster. We have a larger presence than Ticketmaster in Australia. Um, so we, I also am a part of like the TEG umbrella. So we have like seven different promoter companies. Um, so I work across all their tours. I work across Live Nation tours, venues, like just basically anything that comes to Australia tour wise, I'm working on it. Um, and there's a lot coming right now. Like I think with us out of COVID or like lockdowns rather, and like our borders finally opening, there's just like a mad rush to try to book everything in as much as possible. <laughs> um, so it's just been like chaotically busy. I heard uh, a little rumor that Kanye was trying to tour in Australia. Yeah, so that, um, I don't know how much I can talk about that, but <laughs> yes, was um, there was a rumor confirmed or unconfirmed, but I saw it on NME, so I think I can talk about it. <laughs> they were trying to book him into Marvel Stadium, um, which is a stadium in Melbourne. And the date that he was wanting to do it was, I think, March 21st. And uh, the date's not going ahead, so I can say the date, but the date was March 21st. And I think on the 18th, there was like a rugby match or something. And he essentially was asking the AFL to move the game because he needed like a week to do his bump in of his tour of his show. And so the two days with them playing two days before, it wasn't enough time for him to do his bump in. And like, you have to realize this is like him asking the NRL or the NFL to move a game. He's just like, can you guys just move that game? Like, no, we can't just move that game. Move your fucking door. Like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> what no <laughs> um, so that was like a big scramble so they were like so that's being promoted by tag live teg live which is like i said within the umbrella of the company that i work for and i was in a whip with them and we were talking about it and like they're like yeah uh we're trying to announce on friday this whip was tuesday and i was like i'm sorry you're announcing on friday and they're like yeah we're going on sale monday and i was like cool when's the show and they're like yeah next month <laughs> i was like that's not happening that's not happening <laughs> and then so they kept holding options for when they would announce and then finally last week they were just like it fell apart it's it, we have no new dates right now and i was like okay um but that's basically my job i deal with that in multiple forms all the time <laughs> so um, are you telling me that you're the reason Kanye West isn't coming to Australia? Not me, like directly, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> well, you and rugby. <laughs> yeah. Mainly rugby, but yes, it's our fault. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> I know. I just, it's just when you hear stories like that, you're just like, you kind of just can't help but shake your head. Like, you're just like, of course, of course he's asking them to move rugby. <laughs> like, it's not like the game was planned with tickets sold already. Like, for sure, we'll move the date for you. No problem. <laughs> um, but yeah. And the other crazy thing about it, too, is because I asked them, I was like, so is this a part of like an Australian tour? They're like, no, it's just a one-off. I was like, why the fuck would you fly all the way to Australia to do one show, 
not even multiple shows at the same venue, but just one show, one night within like four weeks from now. Like who does that? <laughs> I guess it's a listening party that he's, I guess part of his listening parties that he's trying to do. Yeah. Well, when I saw the thing that he just did like the other night, last night for Donda too, I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, oh, maybe this was like a part of that. Like he's just doing this in cities around the world, mm -hmm. but he hasn't done one outside of the U.S. yet. So if you, if that's what it is, this would have been his first international date for it. Yeah. And based on last night, uh, he had like a water all over his stage so I guess it kind of makes sense that it might take like a week <laughs> yeah I guess I mean I get it his productions are big and like yes you need time but like why that date like you're flying across the world to do this like surely you can push it back a week like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just do you haven't even announced it yet like yeah. <laughs> like just do the week after the rugby match <laughs> right. whatever what Kanye wants Kanye gets I guess well, apparently not this uh, one <laughs> not this one no this but I don't know why this one ended up falling apart but it fell apart um but yeah I just gotta shake your head um but yeah that's what I do I work in entertainment marketing I basically run the entertainment marketing for our equivalent of Ticketmaster nice that sounds, yeah. that sounds pretty fun. It is. I went through a little midlife crisis last year. Um, so I worked in entertainment prior to COVID. And then when COVID hit, I was working for like a small entertainment company. So when COVID hit, they made it redundant, um, which is being laid off here, essentially. Um, and then from like March to August, I wasn't working. And then August 2020, I got a marketing job for a company called Time Zone, which is basically um, arcades and bowling alleys. And I was only there for like two months before I was like, I fucking hate this. Like, maybe I don't like marketing at all. Maybe I only liked marketing because I was working in entertainment. And I was like, well, with COVID, who knows when entertainment's coming back? I think I'm going to go try something else. And so I decided to quit marketing and go back to school to be a vet nurse. And that lasted all of six months before I left that. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going back to entertainment. <laughs> so I'm back in entertainment now. Um, it's busy. It's, it's, it's very chaotic all the time, but it's fun, I guess. If you like what you're working on, I guess it's fun. Mm -hmm. um, I just wish that we had more people because then I probably wouldn't be working as many hours as I'm working. Yeah. I mean but like, I'm working on a major tour announcement for tomorrow and I'm just like, this is so much fun. Like I get to know about this. Can we have everybody else? And now I know who the support act is. All no, oh, but this <laughs> is part out. of a global announce. I'm pretty. This comes out tomorrow, <laughs> so it's perfect. It'll come out after the announcement. <laughs> okay, well, that major artist, top forty artist who announced this morning, is the one that I'm working on right now. Promoted ah. by Live Nation. Ah. <laughs> Listeners, I tried. <laughs> I'm we sure if you think. If you think of the most popular artist out there right now, you can probably guess who it is, but. Nice. Um, I won't even guess, I'll, I'll save face. <laughs> <laughs> we got Kanye scoops, uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, lack of scoops. 
I'm curious if that I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of that date and see if anything like happens. Um, the Mar uh, March twenty first. If he ends up going somewhere else. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, no, it whatever he's doing, it's not with us now. Cause I so he did um, you know that concert that he did in L.A. with Jerry with Drake the yeah. free Larry Farn something. What was the? Why did I just say Larry Farnsworth? Who, like, thank you. I was like, Larry Farnsworth is the info user. <laughs> I think that's Jugs. Yeah, that's Jugs. I was like, wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Kanye and Jugs. <laughs> Free Jugs. <laughs> um, when he did that, when he did that concert, my, the company I work for promoted that. So, like, I don't know what level of involvement we we like we actually have with Kanye at this point, but I don't think that we have anything planned with him. As far as I know, I could be, I mean, I'm not in the know on a lot of the tour stuff because I just work on the ticketing side. So a lot of times I don't find out about this stuff until it is kind of locked in. Um, Cause that's when the ticketing side of things actually kicks in. But from what I know, there is nothing planned. So it will be interesting to see where he ends up on March 21st, if he does go somewhere else, if he can find another place to bully to give him what he wants well the nfl season is over so it looks like <laughs> have to stay in america <laughs> yeah, stadiums are free stay there it's summer here like we're in peak sports seasons yeah just wait for rugby to be over yeah. <laughs> i can't Come believe, back in June. i just can't <laughs> believe that kanye west doesn't have an extensive knowledge on the rugby schedule <laughs> Like, how did he not know it's mid-season? <laughs> I mean, all I'm going to say is, like, his team could have Googled. Like, that's all you have to do is Google. Like, <laughs> Marvel Stadium events. There you go. That's your schedule. That's your opening. <laughs> Classic content. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. I wonder if he will go somewhere else on that date or if it's all just in shambles. I mean, there's got to be a reason he eyed that date, but also, I mean, it was probably just he wanted to do something in like a month more than like March first. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't. <laughs> now we're just yeah, speculating on the people of Inferu. Because <laughs> when he did the Dondev rollout, like he did, like what three concerts? Or like four listening party concerts? Yeah, he did Atlanta. Did you do Atlanta? I think he ended up doing Atlanta twice. And I was going to say, I thought he did multiple dates because he definitely did two in Chicago. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Yeah, because I went to the first Atlanta one and then I was like, yeah, I don't really feel like going to the second one. <laughs> <laughs> was it not good? I mean, it was, no, it was awesome. It was, it was really good. It was, it was like, I think he ended up doubling the prices. Like, I think it was like 50 bucks or something like the first time and then it was like 90 or whatever the next time. And I was like, I'm like come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did oh that a few times. Ticket prices in the States are so cheap. Oh my God, $50 for a concert. I've been ruined. <laughs> like, like for perspective, so we're going to Glass Animals in July and it was $100 for Glass Animals. What's the, uh, uh, the exchange rate? Uh, it changes. I think right now it's probably like 75 cents on the dollar. 100 AUD to usd it's about 70 bucks and that's before yeah. fees yeah 
Ugh. It was $99.90 uh, ticket price, then plus fees. And then even, oh my God, so Splendor in the Grass here in July, that's like our big, you know, festival. The headliners this year, like Gorilla Strokes and Tyler, the Creator. But because wow. Australia, yeah, because Australia is so small though, like when artists come to do Splendor, they always end up doing national tours too, or at least some of them do. Or, and, if they're, and if they don't, Splendor will promote them as a Splendor exclusive. So you can basically look at a Splendor lineup and be like, okay, if those are exclusives, then the rest of them are going to do tours. And you always know what cities they're going to go to because there's only like five cities here worth going to. Um, so when the Sunday shows came out last week, it's like they're all touring in July because the festival's in July. And so for like three weeks, you're just inundated with concerts. And so within like three weeks in July, we're going to like six shows and then we have like nothing planned in June or August. It's like all July. <laughs> um, but because of that, we have spent so much money <laughs> on side shows because all the shows are expensive. Like even like Tierra Whack, I think was like 80 bucks, 90 bucks or something crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Concerts here are very expensive, but it's just the cost of getting them out here. Like, it's just, they don't, they can't play a ton of shows because we don't have that many people. The travel to get here is really expensive. So if they have a large production, it takes a lot to bring them out here. Plus on top of that, just like artist fees, venue fees, like your normal concert costs. So concerts here are really expensive. How, uh... <laughs> how much responsibility do you have in ticketing to, to remedy that? <laughs> none, none. I have none responsibility. Um, none. If I did, concerts would be a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. This is a pretty good little lineup. Yeah, it's not bad. I probably, I don't know, I would, I would go, but it's like, from us, it's probably like, I don't know, it's a long drive. I feel like Byron's probably like 10 hours. I might be exaggerating. Jack, how far is Byron? Yes, it's like 10 or 11 hours. <laughs> Part two. I always get excited. Yeah. <laughs> I always get excited when I actually know my Australian geography or like if I get something right, I'm like, fuck yeah, I knew that. Like I'm from here, I got this. <laughs> Australia is pretty big. Australia is massive. Most of it is desert and uninhabited. We have like five major cities if you yeah. like really, really free, but it's massive. I've aren't really not like, seen like any of it. Aren't all the cities kind of just on like other ends of the coast? Like the middle, is kind of empty. <laughs> the, the middle is very empty. So like the only city I know of note in like not or what's inland is the word I'm looking for. The only city I know inland is Alice Springs. And the population of Alice Springs is probably like a thousand people. Like it's not it's not a real city. <laughs> but then you have like Sydney Metro is probably like five million. 
So, and Melbourne's probably not far off of that. Queensland, Brisbane um, is the third largest and they're probably at like two million, maybe not even. Mm-hmm. Adelaide's probably like one million, two million. And then I don't even know what Perth has. Perth is like the most remote city in the world. People very rarely go there. It's far. <laughs> uh, I have to ask, are you in a part of Australia where you could see cockatoos or cockatiels regularly? Oh yeah, definitely. I So I'm in Sydney. Nice. Um, I live on the harbor side. If anybody wants to stalk me, we're in Rose Bay. Um, <laughs> there is a park not far from us in, it's called Lion Park. And there are cockatoos all over the place. Like every single night, I just see them in the trees. Like they make these crazy noises. They're so loud. Um, They're assholes too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're just so loud. Like like, the kookaburras are really loud too, but the kookaburras just make a crazy noise. Like they sound like monkeys. The cockatoos or the cockatiels, whatever they are, they're just loud. Like they, the way that they squawk, you can hear them from like a mile away. And then when they all get each other riled up, they're all squawking all over the place. Like they're just so fucking loud. (laughs) Um, The other one that freaks people out too are the flying foxes. We have those massive flying fox bats here. What? And so... I haven't heard of this. Oh, yeah. If, look at the flying fox. Oh, my God. They're massive. Whoa. They're like, yeah. Like, I'll be sitting outside. So we have a tree right off of our balcony. And a lot of times they'll go sit in that tree. So you'll be sitting outside. And all of a sudden, you'll just hear, like, a massive tree branch shake. And it's because a flying fox has landed on it. Five feet. <laughs> yeah. They're huge. They're massive. Oh my god, that's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) They're really, they're actually, there's, I've never had an issue with them. They're actually, I don't think they, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a flying fox, like, harming a human. I imagine they're probably pretty skittish. Yeah, they come out, like, you can see, it's actually really pretty, because they come out at sunset every night, like, like bats do, and you can see them flying like over the harbor and so you'll like look out over the harbor and it just looks like a bunch of birds are coming out of the park but they're bats <laughs> huh. but yeah it, they're actually very cool to watch and they're so big you can like watch them from far away but they're fine like i've never had an issue with them the magpies are the ones you have to worry about they uh in swooping season, the magpies are get very territorial apparently, which swooping season is spring because they're like ter- they're like protecting their nests. Mm. So they you'll walk under a tree and you have to be aware if there's a magpie nest in it because if you walk under the tree, they'll swoop you. <laughs> and so if you look Australians do this thing, like bike riders especially, they'll like put things in their helmets like zip ties so that they like they act like the little like spikes essentially so that they won't get swooped (laughs) or like they'll put eyes on the back of a helmet on little kids so that the kids don't get swooped (laughs) I've never been swooped 
but it's like a terrifying. Every time I walk under a tree, I kind of like tense up a little bit. I'm like, is today the day? <laughs> I Googled magpie just to put a face to the name and I'm sharing oh. my screen so you can see it. Um, this one looked very angry. <laughs> yeah. And, that's and the article... And the article headline was, look out for swooping magpies. <laughs> yes, I told you. I told you. It, it is a thing. And it's, it's like every year, all of a sudden you'll know swooping season has started because the bikers, like, they'll attach these things to their helmets. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, birds can be assholes. <laughs> Pips they assholes. are. Like, he, he's a dick. Um, look I think I think Pip is adorable but (laughs) I am terrified of birds like when I was working at the vet for a hot minute we would get like injured kookaburras or injured lorikeets and stuff brought in Mm -hmm. we had a seagull once and I was like oh no 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 like I'm not touching that thing I'm not going near them birds freak me out I've heard that from a few people I don't know they've got they are yeah no and that's what that's why I always ask is they just say they're jittery and they're unpredictable which is fair (laughs) it's like I don't know what it's gonna do is it gonna come try to steal my food is it gonna swoop me I don't know it's gonna attack me is it gonna shit on you yeah you could get on like that's not even gonna hurt you but it's gonna hurt your ego like you're gonna have a bad day after getting shit on like (laughs) yeah like what do you do (laughs) just get I can admire them from afar like <laughs> I get it I understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah at least if you at least if you get swooped it's like okay I just got attacked by a bird but it's like there's nothing more demoralizing than getting shat on <laughs> especially if you were already having like a bad day like if you're just like listening to your headphones like maybe you're just like listening to some like I don't know lo-fi beats because you're just kind of down already and then like you just look up and you get shit on by a bird like what a terrible terrible way to end or start a day like (laughs) happens to me like five times a day at this point (laughs) and how are you doing then are you okay it's okay it's fine if it's like if it's like on, like if he's sitting on your shoulder and does it, it's not a big deal because it's small. But it's when it's like has velocity and spreads out, and that's when it becomes an issue. <laughs> it has like a, a splash zone when it comes yeah. down. It's gonna like get more ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, so we're gonna go into bird uh, facts here, I guess. Uh, birds don't like have separate poops and peace. <laughs> it's all like one thing. Yeah, it's just oh. like it's it's like I think it's just called urate, and so it just you know so if his, if his day is more if he's drinking more water than he's eating seed, that's rough. <laughs> so there's no avoiding it. Like yeah, it's not even like you can just feel like, oh I just got peed on. Like no, it's all the same thing. Yeah, no matter what you've been urated on. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we've hit the part where I'll open up the floor. Do you think there's anything we haven't discussed that makes Monica Moni or just anything you want to talk about in general? Yes, my name is Moni. Moni, no! 
<laughs> no. I guess that makes sense. It's, it's Monica. <laughs> Monica, Monty, my bad. Monica, Monty. So that is a spelling. My cousin takes that spelling of my nickname in like seventh grade. And it wasn't until I joined InfoRoot that I realized people thought the spelling, because there's an I, like a, you know, vowel, consonant vowel, that it would be a long O, which like logically looking at it makes sense now. But when you're 14, it's not something you think about. <laughs> but now it's, I'm in too deep. It's on things. It's on like belongings I have. Like it's money and that's the spelling, but it is money. <laughs> <laughs> This is often like a topic of conversation that comes up every so often on InfoRoo. They'll read it and they'll be like, Moni. And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I did it here on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Setting the record straight. <laughs> Perfect. This is the place to do uh, it. Know, I don't have it. everything. Yes. I'll use my, my platform for that one important thing. It's just the pronunciation. <laughs> Or in a, the Australian workplace, people call me Mon because apparently Monica is too long. They just like live in Jamaica. <laughs> Maybe two syllables. So heaven forbid my name be three syllables. <laughs> um, yeah, we covered me. That's pretty much it. I feel like I'm not a very interesting person, so I hope somebody enjoys this. Oh, this is a great <laughs> episode. I've got two firm questions that have to be asked. One is the Jordal sponsored question, and that is if you have any uh, just <laughs> memories yes. beyond, I guess, Cap and Mac uh, that you'd like to share. Um, any info or memories? Well, so with Jordals, I remember. Um, I have a couple of Jordals actually. I remember one year, I don't remember what year, maybe 15, I met up with him on around the campgrounds um, on night one of Bonnaroo. And that was a lot of fun. I ended up seeing like the, um, you know, the like space behind the, the in pod eight, oh my God, like the wooded things. It's not where in the woods, where in the woods grove. is over by pod eight. This is by pod eight. I think it's the grove. The grove. I camped in group and I know Jordals was the one who showed me that. Um, I also remember I, so the year that I worked was 2014 when Kanye played and I was in the pit. Um, and I remember just randomly looking over and I saw Voltron Josh and his friend when they were dressed up as Daft Punk. And then I looked to the other side and it was Jordals. And I think maybe his brother or his friend, he was Face. Like, I don't know if he remembers Kanye 2014 Bonnaroo, but we were in the pit and he was living his best life, but I highly doubt he remembers any of it. Um, <laughs> Dave Beard walking into a porter potty without shoes on at Shaky Knees is a good one. Just watching it happen, being like, are you going to put shoes on? No? Okay. All right. Go to you. <laughs> uh, Somebody also got a VIP wristband at Shaky Knees. And if you have, if you're VIP at Shaky Knees, you get like unlimited bar, like you get a free bar. So we just had this VIP wristband. And we were like passing it around and taking turns going up to the free bar <laughs> with the same wristband. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I have memories. Some are more firm than others. Some I don't really remember. Uh, 
but yeah. Mm-hmm. Inferu is a good town. Most of my friends are from Inferu. It's a common thread in these interviews, but. <laughs> that and also not really remembering some of them. <laughs> yeah, because that happens when you're with Inferu people. <laughs> the last cabin trip we did, we uh, came back and the house was on fire. <laughs> like <laughs> What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember how it started, but we left. So we were in Asheville. We were like outside of Asheville. And we went into Asheville for the day. And when we got up with a friend in Asheville and coming back later, but I think it was me and Siggy. We were the ones who stayed in Asheville and we got a phone call from everybody else who had returned. And they're like, yeah, don't come back. The yard is on fire. Like, there's a wildfire. And we're like, what? <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> we are not the group of people to try to... The whole act. front yard was on fire. It was on a whole Like, <laughs> I was so happy that I was not the one who, the first one to respond either. Because, like, I wouldn't know what I would say to the firefighter. Be like, well, God, I don't know. Like, it just, it wasn't on fire when we left. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of memories with people. And for it was a good time. Good people. We'll sum it up by saying shout out in for real. Shout out Inferu. Y'all know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing those memories with us. Those were some fun ones. And then finally. I would like to always call people. I don't always like to call people I've never Like I've never met Rummy. Which, you know, that's another thing. I'll clear the air with Rummy. Rummy thinks that I hate her. Rummy, <laughs> I don't hate you. <laughs> I did for a while. <laughs> Rummy did the same thing I did when I joined Inferu, which is just excessive posting. And I did it when I joined. So I don't know why it annoyed me so much when she did it. But for a while, she was an excessive poster. And it would just annoy me because I couldn't have a conversation without Rummy being in it. But I did the same thing when I joined. So I don't even know why it annoyed me so much. But Rummy, I don't hate you. We were fine. We're cool. I've never met her, but I'm sure we'd get along. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Clear the air there too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure y'all definitely get along. Everyone on this board seems to uh, get along. Yeah. Pretty much everyone, uh, for the most part. Yeah. Tons of arguments, but it's light. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met anyone from Inferud who I, I didn't like, and I'm sure somebody will call me out on that. But I don't think I have. <laughs> At least not who I've met in person. Everyone I've met in person has been super chill. Um, but yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we usually put a little bow on the episode with some wisdom or just, you know, life lessons. Is there just anything you want to say to the audience uh, that maybe you've learned? Um, drink water, <laughs> wear sunscreen, learn to say no, take care of your skin. That's a big one. That's my big one. Take care of your skin. Nice. Drink water, wear sunscreen, take care of your skin. Uh, I like take care of your skin. Post Jack, um, I can't remember if it was in the episode or just before we started talking. I think it was before we started talking, but he'll at least know. Uh, he was talking about how he applies lotion to his hand uh, every day. 
And I was like, I need to start doing that because my hands are starting to yes. get very chapped really bad all the time. And uh, since uh, I met with Post Jack, I put lotion on my hand every day. Um, so. <laughs> Does it help? Yeah, no, I mean, they still kind of hurt, but I think that's kind of healing. Like it looks better, but yeah, uh, it's probably just from years of not moisturizing my skin. <laughs> So everybody like jokes that when they hit 30, like, oh my God, I'm turning 30 and everybody freaks out. I, for some reason was fine when I turned 30, but when I turned to about like my last year of my twenties was like, like a big like thing for me. And so that's when I really was like, I need to drink more water. I need to be moisturizing more. I need to wear sunscreen. I need to like, what am I doing putting on my face? Do I need to be putting on toner? What is toner? <laughs> so <laughs> that, that was for me the big wake up call. And that was how it came out was I need to take care of my skin. <laughs> Only <get> one. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, so yeah, take care of your skin, drink water yes. or sunscreen, yes. Uh, yes. sunglasses, a hat maybe. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Protect Definitely hat. <laughs> yes. Protect yourself from the sun. <laughs> if living in Austin, living in Australia has taught me one thing is to protect yourself from the sun. I, I can imagine. <laughs> All right. This was fun. I need to get back to work. I'm sure people are freaking out because I've been offline for an hour. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. Listeners, thank you for listening. Everyone have a wonderful day.